you're listening to Science Boobies, culturally insensitive quantum physics and space-time stuff. With your hosts, Jen and Brian, you can find us on scienceboobies.com. That's right, boobies. Good evening and welcome to Science Boobies. I'm your host. Jen, and this is my co-host, Brian. Hi, Hi. Jen. It's so nice to see you again. You too. You too. What are we talking about tonight? Well, I have a very long list of things you don't want me to talk about. (laughs) Um, There's only about a million things we can't talk about. So I don't want to talk about those things. Yeah, that's right. We could scroll through the Facebook feed from hell. Okay. Uh, which is basically all the Gamergate slash neat type people. Okay. Um, yeah, I was like, I had I had a train of thought there, and now I, I kind of lost it's it. Gone. It was a good one. Oh, right. It was somebody who couldn't, who couldn't take a phone <sighs> call because they were too busy shitlording. Shitlording? <laughs> Is that a new Olympic yeah, like, sport? Well, I don't know how other people define shit learning. Like some people have, it's all about your goal. It's like proto priest class duties. Because what the priest class does is social programming. So like propaganda really? to explain things to people. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a de facto priest <laughs> class right now, which is like the mainstream media, which is... <clears throat> you know, its own kind of cult, right? But generally right. that duty is the duty of, you know, people like us who interpret reality for others, like the way your book helps people kind of yeah, make that link. Or honestly, I don't really know what people get out of reading stuff because I never really read many books. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a big reader either. <clears throat> I, I only read a few books cover to cover in my life. Which uh, which books would those be? I'm actually embarrassed to say the books that I read cover to cover because most of them w- would be considered stupid. I can so, tell you a book I've read like five times if it'll make you feel better. What What's the book you've read five times? Train Spotting. It was a book. Of course, he's one of the I best didn't. authors in the modern day. I did not know that. See, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm out of the loop. I'm out of the loop. So, uh, <clears throat> what is train spotting about? This follows the lives of some people living uh, around different parts of uh, Great Britain, England, okay. Scotland, and there's a, they're sort of all over the place. Like it's mostly set in, in Scotland, I think. Just a really gritty personality. The the person like it's like you can. Uh, it's all about I guess. <laughs> wow, low information content right now. <laughs> <laughs> you Are you can't. okay? I'm perfect. I'm actually better than I've been in a really long time. Um, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Jen Jen has a lot of pent up. Um, creativity because we haven't had a show in a while, so she is just raring to go. Um, I, I almost um, hesitate to, to give her any direction to speak because she just she may just like fly off like a pelican, and we may, may never see her again. So, but 
can pelicans fly? Well, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, they they just have a really big mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the book is, okay. is really good because not only are the situations, the situations themselves are really funny. Like, I can't tell you how <laughs> generally they're funny, but they are. And the characters are believable, and they're deep characters. Even if there's one called Sick Boy, like he's a bastard, you still sort of get a feel for who he is as a person because it's just What's such a name? tight, believable character. Uh, Sick Boy, but its real name is Simon. <laughs> Sick boy, okay. Well, you have you seen the movie? I have not seen the movie, nor have I seen the sequel, which is out right now, I guess. I am excited to see it. I mean, I've been kind of on a hiatus from movies. I saw the movie uh, The Rebound, and it was just, I haven't been able to watch another movie since. <laughs> 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 um. Let's so talk I gotta about check something. this one out. Oh yeah, Let's we're going talk. back to science yeah. now, right? We, we have to go back to science because I want to talk about people... complexity theory. All right, all right, all right. We don't want people to get the wrong idea of the show. That we don't want people to think that this is about current events or pop culture or politics or anything like that. So we, we got to stay on the science train. After all, the show is called Science Boobies. We can't. Um, misrepresent ourselves to our to our rapid fan base. What so, it's about what it's about is <laughs> it's about yeah. breaking the political correctness bound. Oh God. Okay, let's let's put the brakes on this right now. All right. Complexity However, theory that doesn't sounds always mean the same thing. That doesn't always mean the same <laughs> thing on the context, right? Because mm-hmm. for me saying all the science that's been done in the last hundred years is fake garbage, well is it fake garbage <laughs> or is it just what people were able to understand at the time? Like, it's very hard to disentangle those two things. So it looks really bad looking back, but now in the future, in the present, it's like, yeah, well, let's focus on the fact that we have the real knowledge now rather than lamenting this. Yeah, okay. Give me an example. Give me an example. Well, first of all, psychology didn't accept the quantum mind hypothesis as the, because you got to realize that from a quantum mechanical perspective, Something either is or it isn't, right? It either is or it fucking isn't a quantum mechanical system. <clears throat> and those are your only two options. And they got this idea at some point that it became very dogmatic that things had to be classically, the classical mechanics had to be true on the macro scale. It had to be true that the, the limit at infinity was this classical limit, which was a, a rigid body hypothesis. It's not true. Yeah, but no one's, but no one's believed that, that in decades, like, though. <clears throat> No, but that's how they have approached it in the in psychology. That's how they have done it. They've said not that the more likely hypothesis is that it's a quantum projection, but rather that it's equal to the body itself and is a uh, sorry is computationally equivalent to a physical computer. And that, on an in, from an intuitive basis, is it doesn't make any sense because like that. I think I don't think it's that they didn't think it was a quantum computer. I think they failed to realize that it was only a two-state two solution. It's either a quantum computer or it isn't. Or it's it something that we don't know yet. <clears throat> or it's something um, that we don't know yet. Yeah, everybody says that, but if you need, like, you don't need to go any, if something describes the system completely, you don't need to go any further than that, right? Right. 
So why would However, I say, oh, or it's maybe something else? Well, yeah, maybe it's a fucking dinosaur or a fucking, what do they call a unicorn? <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe they're it called is not. rainbow horses now. In fact, you can prove that this universe is all there is by the measurement limit, which I know people are very upset about, but it is the truth. But that doesn't mean we're not manifolding complexity. And, and it's only by accepting the measurement limit in the finite, the fact that this universe is all there is, that's the Explain, only way to accept whoa, 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 Jen, 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 For those in the audience and myself um, who have forgotten or <laughs> was never, were never taught about the measurement limit, please tell us again about what the measurement limit is. Well, the measurement limit has to do with how many dimensions there are in space and time. Okay. We've been over this before. How many spatial dimensions are there? Uh, three. Yeah, there you go. So that's very intuitive, right? Okay. Is there anything more intuitive than that? Well, there's, there's time. What's time? We don't know. We just know it is. It is something, something that's very intuitive, but for that reason, it's so hard to do like an exposition from a non, uh, from a more analytical perspective than intuitive. If you think of those two things as opposite in some sense or conjugate well, in some sense. And the problem is that time is one of the most basic, um, basic ingredients of what we live in. So we exactly. can't define it because as we learn more about it, we find out <laughs> everything that we've known about it is wrong. So, well, I know uh, that everything four, you've known about is wrong, but I also well, know what's correct. And there is such a thing as time. It's just not what we think it is. No, right? like I don't in, think you even know what it is. Like, I don't think anyone knows what it is yet. Well, yeah, follow this line of reasoning, okay? Just, right, just right, let's, okay. You have to relax your mind, dude. You can't be thinking about the sandwich. You can't be thinking about the fight you had with someone earlier today or anything. You've got to be open-minded. Like, for me, it's okay. just visualizing a large blackness, and it feels really good. Just a pure, expansive blackness is such a nice feeling to just That makes you feel good? Wow, that's really strange. Not the only right. thing that makes me feel good, but if you think about how good that would feel, visualizing an expansive blackness, because if you think about what the, physical, the physicality of the mind is, it's quantum projection, you don't want that quantum projection to be saturated in one physical space because then it's going to be more tense. If you can make it more diffuse, it's just it's not going to interfere with itself as much, and it's going to be so much. Uh, I guess you, you wouldn't need as much energy to project it if it's less in, uh, less entangled. So the more entangled your consciousness is, i.e., the more yeah. you're like <clears throat> that mode, yeah. That kind of so the quantum mind hypothesis. Now the fact that psychologists to this point haven't embraced it means that all their science is completely wrong demonstrably wrong and damaging Why in fact have they not embraced it money they make money off of uh, psychiatric medicine oh, everyone that's knows true. except people are psychiatric just psychiatric medicine's know. fun oh well is it well i don't know about that but okay well i mean they're not all fun but some of them i mean I've never been prescribed this like myself, but I mean, didn't psychiatrists used to give people ecstasy? Yeah, apparently. Well, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard, I've, I've never done it, so it's hard for me to say, but I've heard that it can mess up your brain. It can really make you feel bad the next day. And it's hard to attribute that exclusively to um, dehydration. Yeah, but I mean, I... Honestly, 
I think you're giving it a bad name. I've heard nothing but really amazing things about ecstasy. Like it's like it's like the wonder drug that does wonders. Oh, people love it, but first of all, you don't know what you're getting. Second of all, synthetic. Third of all, we should be being a good example because I think probably I have young people following me. Yeah, we don't want to. Okay, so you kids out there that are listening. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. The thing about drugs is that there's a, there's just so much of it around, right? But anything yes. synthetic, you don't want to do that. And, you, you know, I just think, I don't think it's realistic to expect kids to abstain from everything because, like, it's just, you're basically drowning in it, right? So, so I also think that if you if you are constantly blabbering about prevention, or not prevention, sorry, a banning or whatever, <laughs> just alienates people. I had I, an argument about that today. I was very upset. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Drug policy um, should be non-prohibition. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm glad I you also, agree on that. I also. But yeah, did you that, want to go back to the measurement limit about? No, the no, no. I just want to space? say something that I just want to say something that, um, in history, in in recent history, or maybe you know, last 50 years or so, people have uh, have experimented with drugs and started taking drugs. To increase the novelty in their in their everyday, everyday life because they're bored and they're unfulfilled or whatever, because illegal drugs are so ubiquitous, simply not doing drugs will add more novelty in your life than doing them. I know I don't want to get all Terrence McKenna on you, but uh, it's it's true. Uh, it, it's getting so bad the noise. The signal-to-noise ratio is so bad out there. There's so much noise that simply not doing something will add novelty to your life rather than doing it. Um, it's kind of a, a new age, less is more type thing. And I'm sure the Buddhists will take credit for that, but whatever. Um, this is more of a Terrence McKenna thing. And, like, and if you haven't watched any of his videos, definitely check him out. Have you ever listened to Terrence McKenna? I've heard him quoted many times, but I got to tell you, I, I don't even think I'd recognize him if I saw him. <clears throat> well, he's what is he known dead. For? He's dead now, but he had a theory. Um, I'll be the flawed one that you know, uh, 2012, um, some bad stuff was going to go down, and it didn't happen, and, and then he died. But um, he has some amazing, amazing talks online, and they're all on YouTube. It's just, I mean. He is someone whose mind has been expanded so so much and so vastly that I think he even gets lost um, as he traipses through the landscape of his own psyche. And, and it is pretty dangerous that. to attempt to do this stuff without a teacher. Yes, uh, yes. Because yes. you can get lost in that. Because if you don't acknowledge the measurement limit, then it's very hard to <clears throat> bring yourself back to. If you, eh, I don't know how to explain it, but it seems like you would be risking doing as much harm as good. Like, where do people get, are people just all relying on their inner com compass for this stuff? or? Um, yeah, but people's inner compass is pretty crappy lately, so. <laughs> um, speaking about the measurement limit, um, the name, the phrase measurement limit sounds really limiting, and I'm not just trying to make a pun out of it. But uh, it's true. It sounds like if you say the measurement limit, it sounds like you're trying to stop um, <clears throat> the expanse of a theory, like you're trying to stop the expanse of the universe by saying, oh, there's a measurement limit. 
Halt. That is what I'm doing. I'm restricting mobility. There's a lot of soothsayers in academia, and they're lying. And by the measurement limit, they can be bound to causality. And enough people will transcend that causality that it will be hopefully impossible to institutionally subvert, like has been institutionally subverted so much right now that it's oppressive. People don't really, well, people are being forced to realize it. But I've, uh, transcended, <clears throat> I've transcended causality. I'm glad. How yeah. that feel? It feels pretty trippy, actually. Um, and the trouble is, as you expand your mind and as you become more enlightened, <laughs> uh, y- your ties to humanity become thinner and, and thinner and thinner until you only have a, a thread-like hold on the same boring everyday reality as, uh, as the average <laughs> Is that person. really how you feel? Yeah. The Are more the more I become enlightened, the less I have in common with the plebeians. You know, I I, I feel that's like a different thing for being off in space. <laughs> what? That's a different thing for being like it sounds like you're recoiled off into off into the netherworld or something. Well, no, it, when you accept <clears throat> when you accept as a free thinker, when you accept advanced progressive ideas that that crush old old dogmas and old uh old uh superstitions after the you know the dust settles and the rubble is is, is cleaned up and you're sitting there <laughs> looking around you all these people that that you that you once uh, had solidarity with uh suddenly you're an alien to them and you have and when you're an alien to the people around you you just you got to pick up your um Pick up your your knapsack and and uh, and just move on, and you, you got to walk away. And then you find another group of people uh, who are your peers, who have also like um, been elevated to a higher level of consciousness through through study, through a guru, through just um, through just realizing they're human from Earth, you know. Um, and then the trouble is, when you learn something new, you become an alien to that group too. I'm sure this has happened to you a dozen times, Jen. No, never. Oh, don't be modest. Come on. I mean, the people you were friends with. Well, that doesn't sound like me at all. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying, yeah, it's funny. Huh? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, like the, the friend you hung out with ten years ago. <laughs> listen to this, Jeff. The friends you hung out with ten years ago. If you were to talk to them today, their skulls would melt. Oh, they would not you're be able to handle saying that to be nice. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you've picked up your you've picked up your knapsack and you've left the circle of friends that that thought you were an alien probably half a dozen times in your life. I guarantee it. Um, so if you went no. back in time, they wouldn't even be able to see you. You wouldn't even be in their visible spectrum. You'd be a ghost um, if you were hanging. No. What? What are you saying? What are you weaving here? No, it's true. If I mean, they say that um, that the Aztecs or the or the Incas or the Mayans or whatever, I think it was the Aztecs. Uh, I don't believe this myself, but uh, it said that they couldn't see Columbus's ships because their brain couldn't couldn't calculate such a large ship. It just didn't make sense to them, so their brains didn't see it. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think that's 
if that was true, that would be what would happen if you went back to your first circle of friends when you were an adult and started talking to them. I mean, if if you had coffee with the first set of friends you had as an adult, like today, they'd be seeing a cup of coffee floating in the air and like being drank by nothing because they see the cup of coffee, but they wouldn't see you because you'd be so out of their spectrum. You, you, their brains couldn't even compute you. No, this is people, why people can see me better now than they used to. Yeah, uh, yeah, but not the same people. The people that understood well, you ten years ago. Well, they have cognitive dissonance now because now they have to be in forceful denial. Well, right. they're either in denial or they're just um, incapable of, of of transcending um, normal normal consciousness. And that's most people's problems because most people exercise their brain about as much as they exercise. I don't know their long division or calculus skills, which is never. Never, eh? Yeah. I see what you mean. <clears throat> so, so now, Jen, in your current state right now, in your you? current state of being, you have attracted, and I don't know who your inner circle of friends are, but, <laughs> I mean, I haven't met them, but you've attracted probably some really eccentric people around you right now because you have an <laughs> elevated consciousness and and they're going to be attracted to that. What I want to know from you is as you as you transcend and as you elevate and and as you journey higher do you find yourself more resistant to to other people's opinions because you know at some point or another you're going to have to abandon them. Uh, do you find yourself resisting relating to your friends because you know you're going to abandon uh, abandon them at some point? Uh, no, it's not about abandoning people. It's about... No, it's, the op- it's literally the opposite of that. But what are you going to so do? I'm so sad that you can even think that. No, listen. Let's I feel say you really, have a- honestly, I cannot tell how fucking sorry I feel for you people. I don't know how, there's no way for, I could write 10 books and it wouldn't start to convey the sympathy I have, but I cannot. For who? For who? Every last one of you people. You, you mean the population of Earth? Yes, the goddamn Earth, the Earth Collective. I have my little. The, the Earth <laughs> Collective, yes. We have to save the Earth Collective, Jim. You and I are going to publish Science Boobies. <laughs> book and we're going to save the earth collective absolutely you want to know another cool one what i have to look it up on my uh i'm so glad i wrote all these articles on my blog because now i can just link them if i get into a thing um if i get into a little squibble online i just send the link and it's like yep i've been down this road before thanks Uh, here you go I've appeared and reviewed myself. Oh, you don't like that? Okay. Well, you violate the laws of quantum physics. No soup did you, for you. Did you just say you peer review yourself? <laughs> that, that, that's pretty awesome if that's what you said. Well, I have a collective, so if they read my stuff, I can tell, like, they, I can fix it based on other people's impressions of it. <clears throat> I some think that... people's impressions I ignore, obviously, because I know some people love to hate me. If you're going to be thinking about me all the time, you might as well just fucking love me, dipshit, because hating me is a waste of goddamn time, and it stresses everybody out. So there's your Yeah, argument. that's true. That's true. That's true. I'm, just, just, I'm sending it out there it. to the ether, to the bots that are listening to our radio show, okay? 
Mm-hmm. I care about squats too. I'm trans. I'm fucking trans technically. <laughs> okay. I care about inanimate objects just as much as humans. That's how literally Marxist oh. I am. Do you want to know what these scientists are calling the stuff that they got out of stealing my measurement limit thing? What? What do they call it? General theory of the plasmoid instability. <laughs> Doesn't that sound awesome? <laughs> you, would never, you would never name it that. Uh, like I care. This is your culture, you know. I don't want to say not mine because in a way it's mine too. Like it's a collective thing. Uh, oh. Yeah. You're... You're part of the Earth Collective by definition, but I'm the theocratic leader of the Earth Collective, and the the sooner people accept that, the easier that the doing the collective stuff will will be so much easier. People are still fighting me now; it's getting easier, but people are still fighting. Not everybody, obviously, is going to fight me. You know, there's always a there's temperamental co- correlations with how likely someone's going to resist versus accept. Do you find that the average? Um, being resists uh, you more now um, or maybe like a month ago or two months ago? Um, is, is it getting easier, as I'm saying, or is it getting harder to, to convert people? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't really look ladies and gentlemen, thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Jen has in, ingested some, some happy pills this week. Um, she found yeah. a bottle on the side of the road and decided to you know, see what they are by taking them. So uh, she took the whole bottle, and right now now she's laughing. (laughs) They're probably just Tic Tacs, though. Possibly. Yeah, so uh, there you go, and uh, there now we have it. And that's what you can call consciousness a plasmoid. If you don't want to call it a quantum computer, you can call it a plasmoid, but guess what? A plasmoid is a quantum computer, so you're back to where you started. Uh, you know, people just, you know what? They should just give you credit where, where credit is due. This happens all the time online. People steal the, other people's ideas. They don't get credit. And this happens oh, to you on, this is on fine. a geometric it's like, scale. Like I'm going to go and derive these equations from the solar flares. Like I'm going to go do that. No, I'm not. I'm going to ship posts because I'm not interested in science anymore. So I'm boycotting it because it sucks. Ass. You're boycotting science, but you're co-hosting a show called Science Boobies. Interesting. Well, I'm re-engineering the culture for when the result of me boycotting science causes the entire science continuum to collapse on itself. And then what will emerge um, after that? Well, science boobies. It'll <laughs> <gonna> be great. <laughs> so all, all scientific um, evaluation and theory will be based on uh, the science boobies uh, dynamic and matrix at that point. The quantum, what is it? I like quantum parad- periodic uh, table of quantum doom. That's periodic, what that. Everything will be based on the periodic table of quantum doom. Well, okay, all- actually, did you know that? <clears throat> no, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. You go, you go ahead. The periodic table of quantum doom is not the primal causality. Okay. You could potentially do like a but I don't know, you can maybe do like a 3D animation, but it's really hard to explain like the actual primal causality mechanism. So really, like, I don't, I'm sure you could do a visualizer like on a MATLAB or something. You, need, get, you know what you need to do, Jen? I figured it out. I figured it out. Okay. You are scaring people 
because you are only teaching advanced classes. You need to teach basic classes. You need to make some YouTube videos with some basic, basic instruction. You know, define, glossarize. This is the measurement limit. Here it is. This is causality. Here it is. This is time travel. Here it is. This is the, the holographic <laughs> universe theory. Here it is. And, and you define it and, and, and you speak in terms that, that, uh, that anyone can understand. And then from there, people will not be afraid to listen to you. And then you can, then you can snatch them up and turn them into your, to your slaves. Oh, because I want slaves, yeah. You know, if I wanted some slaves, I already have them. You know that? Yeah, That's but they're... Not, I could have had them in not, my youth. Don't you want, like, happy, uh, a happy, well-behaved following that, you know, that will live and die based on, you know, what you say on the show? <laughs> That's going to happen either way, okay? Some <laughs> stuff is inevitable. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not. Isn't there some um, law? Isn't there some law, uh, law of eventuality or law of, law of ineb- inevitability? There's the law of averages which I feel is not very well understood um, by me. In fact, I don't even know what it is because every time I'm explained it, I think, well, that's stupid. And then I just forget it. What uh, is your definition of the law of averages? I don't know. It could seem like it could fucking mean anything. Law of averages. Average what? <laughs> Ladies the average and gentlemen, definition of... I think it has something to do with regression to the mean, like over time. A variable Ladies and gentlemen, to its average the... values. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, the law of averages definition by Jen, Jen Scharf is, is oh, garbage. the definition of the, the law of averages is as follows. Fuck all. That's the <laughs> definition of the law of averages. Um, what other theories would you like to, to um, puree right now? Um, I want to uh, know what you think about being lied to about the quantum mind hypothesis for all these years and how much okay, it fucks well, people up. First of all, you have to you have yet to prove to me that you have actually come up with this on your own because you know I'm not Are a big researcher. Are you fucking serious? You saw How do I know you didn't take this from someone else? How do I know this saw, awesome Who the hell? Okay, first of all, I didn't and second of all, if I did, who gives a fuck cuz it's true? Oh no, I'm not saying if I had stolen it and unattributed it, but I wouldn't do that because obviously, I'm not saying I'm incapable of lying, but I don't like lying. Mhm. Yeah, it's very fun to tell the truth all the time, okay? Because you don't have to be hindered by this matrix of lies that you've simulated in order to convince other people that you're a real person. Like, people are living this psychotic double life. It's not healthy. Some people get off on that. The way I am is good. The way you guys think you need to fucking have these weird, I don't know what, uh, you need to go back to loving just general, genuine truth, not this causality vortex. All right. Define causality for the for the entry level student. That's well, they're talking. They say, uh, "What is it? A narrative? Like, what is that narrative? You know, what does that mean? But it's a meme, for example. It's very. It's not going to say intangible because you know, you as you and I understand it is one way. Uh, not everybody's able to change their mind, though, right? So. Well, if they want the to element of being upset because you're cognitively dissonant with people who are living in basically a fantasy world. What do you do to break someone out of a fantasy world? Um, the best way for people who are at that low of a level is humiliation and veiled threats. Not threats Ooh, to violence, I like it. but threats to humiliation. I love it. Force oh, yeah. compliance. 
Forced compliance. Wow. How very Orwellian of you. I've always been this way, and obviously people don't like it, you know. <laughs> they uh, they resist it tremendously. And it's like, well, fucking deal with it. Before I was a lot more forgiving because I'd never actually demonstrated anything objectively. Mm. But, you know, fuck off, okay? If the periodic table isn't enough to love me, just fuck off. <laughs> you want people to accept you for who you are, and you want people to accept the power that, that you have over them. Uh, it's not over them. That's your own thing. So, That's your so own they create, thing. No, but you must the desire have some to influence over others. your followers. Just, the desire to dominate others is a sign you are not able to be a, a true leader. Well, you want, to change, you want to change the world paradigm, and the side effect of this is you get followers. I want to. You are. You are. Yeah. You are in the process of. Excuse me. Excuse me. You are in the process. <laughs> you're just you're just being super negative, you know. No, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually in a much better mood lately. Or, or in this show tonight, <laughs> I'm in a fairly uh, more positive mood than I have been in previous shows. And I think part of it is because we haven't done a show in a while, and I kind of miss it, and haven't talked to you in a while. So it's this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I, I'm I'm honestly hoping that. Someone from CBS Radio or or um, or a Clear Channel or, or whoever you know listens to this and goes, we got to get these guys on a syndicated show. I, I think we would do some serious damage in a uh, in an, a new age quantum physics way in this world, in this country, over the year if we had some serious reach. We would create um, a hurricane of of new ideas. In our wake, I mean, we would leave, we would leave the populace like breathless. They wouldn't care about Trump anymore. Fuck Trump. They'd be like, fuck we Trump. We need to be there for Trump. Say what? We need to support Trump. Do I support Trump? We need to support him. We don't need to do anything. I mean, we don't Anything need to. The leadership of USA, aka shadow government, is a good option between that and Trump. Well, plus alt right. Right now, we have a Congress that doesn't do anything except argue. We have a president who is totally unqualified to be president, and we have a judiciary that's being that's being stacked with people that think uh, you know the Bible is, is what they should use to decide um, the Bible medical eh? questions. Yeah. Well, the, the abortion thing seems to be completely counter-causal, the way they approach it. They're trying to ban abortion, but abortion causes the demographics that they supposedly don't want to be lessened. So there's that stupid lack of consistency, as well as they're attacking the problem from the wrong end of it because unwanted pregnancy is caused by a breakdown of the family. So if it's so the if family, you you'll, have less un- you'll have less unwanted pregnancies, you'll have less abortions. If you really want to have less abortions, that's the thing, you can't stop abortions. You can't stop abortions, you can't stop drugs. It's so stupid to think that you can't. You can, you can strengthen the family, strengthen it. the neighborhood. Uh, you can do different things socially to discourage those things. You can. I think really what's important is do not promote degeneracy. You know, people got sold on gay acceptance, like that was what was presented to them, and now it's like, oh, except pedophilia. It's like, nah, I'm not sure that's the same thing. 
Are you kidding me? I, I, I thought we went over this. We did go we over this. We, we weren't going to we talk, gonna about, talk this about it. I'm sorry. I'm just and it you all had kind to of mention it. In my head. You had to mention it. That's the problem. The problem is the the double dealing, and they're they're everywhere. So when you say that people were forced into gay acceptance. You know, when people hear that, they're going to assume you're anti-gay, and you need to qualify these statements. You need to qualify these. You need to qualify the statements. That that's why I'm saying that it's the promotion of degeneracy that's the problem. It's not that people are going to be gay or whatever. It, that's not okay. the problem. I, I'm actually, I don't even want to say tolerant. I'm actually pretty much the most laissez-faire person you could ever imagine. But who okay, also well, is not going to allow. Uh, Innocent people to get hurt. Okay, Wrong. you have to, Jen. I, I got to say this: you, you have you have a, a dragon tongue when it comes to this stuff. You say things in, in a way that maybe I know what you mean, but the average person is going to think that you're homophobic, anti-gay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You got to qualify well, everything you say. If they into my words to that extent, I will talk to them, and I guarantee you, I will explain to them that they're, you know. They have a shred okay. of reason in their body. They will be able. To, I will be able. Well, to I'm just them. saying, if they happen to be tuning into this podcast and they hear you go, the problem is that if you're promoting, if you're promoting homosexuality, that's not good. You have to promote family values. Period. Yeah, but family values could be always gay. falls apart. That's entropy. Family, Things just go badly over family time. Family values could be gay family values. I mean, we're not promoting... Oh, exactly. That's the point. Exactly. If you're promoting family values, it's the majority family values. And the gay but, people are not that different from the straight people in the sense that if they're raising a family, what needs to be done differently, to be honest with you? Nothing, Think about no, that. It's nothing. the promotion of degeneracy that's the problem. It's this... It's no one is promoting degeneracy. I can't believe I'm having oh, this please, This is not the supposed to be on the show. The transgender bathrooms things and the suing people for gender pronouns. Now, that's another one. You know, if you have a transgender friend and they want you to call them by their preferred gender pronoun, that's fine. But if you're forcing people at gunpoint from the state under threat of extortion, you don't okay, see I a can problem see that. See, that. No, see, now, now what you just said clarifies your meaning, and now I understand what you're saying. See, when you shoot off like these quick little headlines – you're not going to get somebody, I don't even want to say tolerant to the gays because it's not about tolerance because I personally love trannies. I fucking love trannies, okay? And i pissed off that I can't enjoy the trannies in this life because they're all neurotic because of this cultural Marxism shit. So there you go, okay? I have a preference. I like to be around them. They're, they're hilarious. I don't know. There's something about, I'm not talking about present life, but I've known enough in my lifetimes that, ah, I don't know. <laughs> they're Calm down, Jen. I will try to find some some transsexual friends for you. Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't even want to know them if they're cultural Marxists. I don't want to do it. Let's say, okay, so, so what if you met a, tra- a transsexual that, that you partied with and they're awesome? If they you talking to them? cultural Marxism, hook it up, bro. And, and, and suddenly they're like, yeah. TV show. We could just like get a Marx hotel for Lennon. a weekend. And just just get raw video and make a TV show to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this world is not ready for us. This is not. Oh ready. my God, they still are. I'm thinking. No, I got two not. main ideas. One of them is like the trapped in a whatever hotel with live feeds thing, and then the <laughs> other one is uh, <laughs> imagine like a tour, like but like a boxing like or a wrestling tour, but it's fake. Like but a what? Fake wrestling tour. Like a fake a wrestling big... tour. 
a big wrestling tour of, of who? Uh, politicians, future politicians. Oh, oh, no, they would fight each other. Governments under foreign oh, occupation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah. okay. All right, that actually well, we, sounds okay. I, I, I just want to clarify. The way I see it. Or I just want to clarify to our audience that uh, even though Jen is, is, gets on a roll with the whole um, anti-Marxist thing, uh, she is not um, anti-LGBTQ whatever, and she uh, loves all people equally, uh, except if they're really smart, then she loves them more. Uh, that's the only <laughs> delineating you know factor that I decides who she loves. It's, that, it's, it's only limited by how much they love me. That's the only limiting factor. Like, oh, it's so generous of you in a really fucked up way. Wow. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Does that sound? I don't know. I don't know how people are going to interpret that, but really, that I mean, sounds so incredibly narcissistic, but what? awesome. Yes. Hey, how much you love someone are, is limited only by how much they love you. Creating, these words are creating the neurosis that they're describing. Words mean things, by the way. Yes. Words have impact. So, so dwelling on the word depression causes that to be worsened. And I, I don't oh. know how to fucking explain this shit. To people. That's what we need to get to do to explain to people, that they need to stop self-hypnotizing with these terrible words. English is already... This is the way I see it. Like I think English, in its earlier days, maybe developed like when we were more primal, um, yeah. would have sort of helped us develop more socially. But like now it's uh, it's to the point where I think we kind of need to learn a little more deeper mechanics of the actual language itself so we can stop doing as much. I think the language is actually causing us to become mentally stunted. I don't think that was intentional. I just... We should only communicate to... by touch. Well, there are proper um, sounds to use that you can, well, I don't want to say calculate, but yeah, you can almost calculate um, the, the proper sounds for things based on their actual fundamental, sorry, oh my God, fundamental quantum mechanical like frequency or whatever, theoretically, I guess. Right. That's the kind of stuff I'm into. That's what? That's the kind of stuff I'm into. Okay. okay. But maybe okay. that would be un un PC enough that we could get it syndicated. You know, just us musing on the fundamental frequency of sound. It doesn't sound quite as exciting as sticking a bunch of people in a hotel room and recording it for a weekend. <laughs> I have a lot of ideas. We, we we could stick a bunch of Marxists in a hotel room <laughs> for the weekend. And oh, and give them terrible. and like give them just just not quite enough candy bars where they can each have one and and see if they could you know equalize the candy bars and and not fight about it and I bet I bet they'll end up. Um, Are you going saying that their entire stuff. culture consists of eating candy bars? No, no, no. But I was saying like let's say there's 20 Marxists that you put in a hotel room and you only give them 19 candy bars. Uh, what would happen is. Uh, they would go all Lord of the Flies on you, and they would come out um, as capitalists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh, it's a complex question. Yeah. I just don't um, think I know well enough. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do after the show's over, Jen? You're gonna like, um, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I might uh, sit in my chair and do the same thing I do every night. 
control the world. Now, well, I just you know when you're in a mode, you just have to sort of do it. Okay. Sometimes you have to do something for a few years and then move on to something else. And yeah, I just can't believe I can't believe how worried people are about me, which I guess is a good thing. I I do appreciate the concern. I, I I it must must be some reflection of my sympathy towards people and wishing their I knew how to uplift them more easily from their deep dark wherever and it is in that way and in that way there is that two way connection between you and the people who follow you there's there's that uh, there's that uh, invisible thread the, uh, the hyperspace thread that transcends time and space well, it's always Wait. there. It's not transcendent time. It's, well, it does transcend time and space in a way. Uh, it's, a, it's a sphere. It's always mm-hmm. it's always there to some extent. It's always there, and the illusion is just not knowing that it's there. And then remember, when you remember that it's there, it's like just a matter of accepting it more, remembering it more in some way. <clears throat> It sounds almost sentimental at this point. It doesn't sound like you at all. I am a sentimental person. Uh, I don't I know, know about that. Wired right now is a tough persona, and I'm fine with that. I'm just. Yeah. I don't think anybody can do this better than I can. So. I don't wants think. To try, they can. I don't think you want to show the world your true self. I think that's why you put on this tough persona. Well, of course, I can't show the world my true self because. There, you know, I don't want to say there wouldn't be anything there, but I wouldn't uh, feel the urge to talk this much. Oh, oh. What? It's true. That's well, everybody gets to that point at some point. It's just like, <sighs> if I showed the world my true calm. self, if I showed the world my true self, I would, I would be a wilted little flower getting <laughs> crushed by a dog's paw. <laughs> that would be my true self. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things acting against that development right now. So if, if people, people have to change their minds, they have to decide, oh, you know, I think it's better to do the more spiritual life uh, and value these things <clears throat> and value that, you know, I can have this per- per- perfect perception if I, if I just master, you know, the different aspects of causality. For our next show, I want to... Um dissect the term spiritual. Remind me of that. So <laughs> it annoys that, so good. many people. Yes, that must yes. be because there's a lot of fake people out there who, who give we're, themselves that title. Oh, yes, we're, we're, we're going to, to absolutely tear it apart. Um, I think that's my nanny, my grandma, she would, <laughs> she would always say, you know, spirit. <laughs> so maybe it just sort of stuck in me as I like that sound. So I, just, okay. I don't want to be like, I'm not spiritual, because it's just that, that cranky, nihilistic, arrogant, and atheism. Yeah, let's see if you can emulate that for our next show. Um, cranky, crankosaurus, yeah. low energy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, unfortunately, Jen, um, uh, Do we have to end the show? 
we it's have only to wrap been 48 up. minutes. <laughs> we have to wrap the show up because I have to get back to the real world. Uh, you, however, can stay in, in your own world, which is where you I'm in Magic are, are, World right now. Are most and happy. I know that eventually they're going to bribe me to leave Magic World because I'm just way too annoying to be permanently mm-hmm. in Magic World. But I just want to stay for a little while. You well, know, life is very short. On the grand scale, I know. very no, short. I know. So. Um, <laughs> Where can someone get an awesome Science Boobies t-shirt, Jen? They can go to scienceboobies.com, check us out, mm-hmm. get a t-shirt, make Brian happy. He, mm-hmm. He's been a little up and down. Um, yep, but yep, it'll make me happy. By coming t-shirt. around. Listen, yep, you can listen to audio archives of previous shows. You can email Jen and I with your questions about life and uh, the future, um, and we'll answer them accurately. Uh, and... Uh, you can also download the uh, the uh, periodic table of doom, uh, and uh, I think that's it for now. We'll have more stuff on there eventually as uh, time progresses. All right, um, we got to sign off, Jen. Uh, do you have any last words uh, of wisdom for the listeners? Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you also to the bots for tuning in, and have yourselves a wonderful day. And hopefully you will ascend to the priest class to be able to do to your immediate family what I did to the world in the last little while. Trust me, it'll be much happier when we all transcend to this new lifestyle of whatever the heck you want to call it. General theory of plasmoid instability. (laughs) (laughs) Science boobies. Science boobies. (laughs) That sounds kind of cool, Earth Collective. Like, All right, we'll make, maybe we'll make a T-shirt of it. We'll make a T-shirt. <laughs> um, science Boobies is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, everyone, uh, we forgot to do a prayer to Harambe. We'll do it next week. Um, thanks for listening to the show. And over and out, this is Brian. Uh, that's Jen. And uh, you've listened to Science Boobies. Check us out at scienceboobies.com. And we're out of here. Bye, Jen. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Brian. This podcast is hosted by Jen and Brian and was recorded using the internet, which is a series of tubes. Copyright 2016 Intentional Sharfing Media Cartel. Music by David C. Chastain. Listen to more episodes on sciencefoobies.com. Yes, I said boobies. Goodbye. Now go home and read a book before your brain dies of atrophy.